Once upon a time, in a magical kingdom far, far away, there lived a tiny little prince. He was no taller than an apple, but despite his small size, he had a heart full of courage and a spirit full of adventure. The kingdom was a wonder to behold, with lush green forests, sparkling blue rivers and tall, majestic mountains. The creatures of the realm were all unique and special in their own way. There were fairies that danced through the flowers, dragons that soared in the sky, and giants that walked the forests. The prince loved nothing more than to explore the wonders of his kingdom, but his small size often caused problems. One morning, while he was wandering in the castle garden, he accidentally fell into a bucket and nearly drowned. Thankfully, a kind-hearted gardener saw him and pulled him out just in time. Despite the difficulties, the prince never let his size hold him back. He had a special talent for finding the sweetest fruits and the juiciest berries, and it only took one grape for him to feel full. He lived a happy life in his magical castle, but there was one thing that he could never stop wondering about. The world beyond the castle walls. He had heard stories of all the different magical creatures that lived out there, and he longed to see them for himself. Then, one day, his best friend Isabella disappeared. Rumours spread throughout the kingdom that an angry troll had kidnapped her. The prince couldn't bear the thought of losing his friend and decided to leave the safety of his castle. His parents, the king and queen, were heartbroken at the thought of losing their only son, but they also knew that he had a brave heart and they could not stand in the way of his quest. They said their goodbyes with tears in their eyes. The queen hugged her son tightly, whispering, Come back to us, safe and sound. The king gave his son a sword and shield and told him how proud he was of his bravery. With a sad smile, they watched the prince leave. So the prince stepped out of the castle gates. He was afraid of what he might find on his journey, but he knew that he had to try and save Isabella. As the gates closed behind him... He thought he could see something lurking down the road, but he couldn't let fear get in his way. The prince began his quest, taking in the sights and smells of the kingdom, the fresh grass and flowers under his feet, the sound of the birds singing in the trees, the tall hills and the running rivers and the whooshing wind. As Prince Alexander went deeper into the wild, he met lots of creatures. Some were scary and dangerous, but others were kind and helpful. After a while, he came to a big forest, but the path was blocked by thorny bushes. He tried to go around, but the thorns seemed to stretch on forever. Just as he was about to give up, he heard rustling in the bushes. Suddenly, a group of mischievous-looking hedgehogs appeared, each one carrying a pair of shears. Hello there, little prince, said one of the hedgehogs. Uh, hello, replied Alexander in surprise. We see you're having trouble getting through the thorns, said another hedgehog. We'd be happy to help you, but we'll need something in return. What do you want? asked Alexander. We want wild berries, said the first hedgehog. Have you got any? Alexander did have some berries. In fact, he'd been collecting them since leaving the castle. If you help me, I can give you some berries, 
he told the hedgehogs. Great, they said all together. Then they got to work, cutting a path through the thorny bushes. In no time, Alexander could continue on his journey. Thank you so much, hedgehogs, said Alexander, and they left with their berries. So Alexander carried on, and soon came to a dark and gloomy cave at the bottom of a mountain. The cave was filled with frightening echoes that made Alexander afraid to enter, but he knew it was the only way to reach the other side of the mountain, so he remembered his bravery and walked inside. Deeper and deeper he went, until he heard a strange noise that sounded like a melody. He followed the sound and found himself in a chamber lit by a soft yellow glow. There, he met a small singing bat who had big ears and dark brown fur. The bat introduced himself as the cave's song bat and told Alexander it was his job to sing to keep the naughty creatures of the cave away. The song bat offered Alexander a ride through the cave on his back. Alexander agreed and the bat showed him that the cave wasn't so scary after all. They joked and sang together and Alexander had a great time. All the while, the song bat kept singing to keep the naughty creatures of the cave away. He sang a song about apples and pies, and suddenly Alexander realised how hungry he was. The bat took Alexander down a tunnel, and out of nowhere, a home appeared. Well, it was like a home, but not quite like any home the prince had ever seen before. He looked around in wonder and asked the song bat, Do you live here? No, laughed the bat. This is my friend Hector's home. He loves visitors, and he's always got a nice stew boiling away. He'll look after you. It's okay. Alexander thanked the bat and said his goodbyes. Then he nervously knocked on the door. When the door opened, he was greeted by a kind face. It turned out Hector was a centaur, with the upper body of a human and the lower body of a horse. Hector welcomed Alexander with open arms and offered him a warm meal and a place to rest for the night. For dinner, Hector served stew made of wild berries, mushrooms and herbs with a side of freshly baked bread. The prince ate it all and told Hector about his quest to rescue his friend Isabella. When Alexander was done, Hector said, You are brave and determined, Prince Alexander, but remember that true courage doesn't just come from being brave, but also from being clever. He gave Alexander a map, showing him the way to the tower where Isabella was being held captive. If it really was the troll that took your friend, that's where he lives, Hector said. Alexander looked at the map and imagined how great it would be to see Isabella again. But, just as he was about to put the map in his pocket, he noticed something strange in the corner of the room. What's the matter, Alexander? said Hector after noticing Alexander's face. That bed is huge, replied Alexander, pointing to the corner of the room, where the biggest bed he had ever seen was tucked against the wall. Remember, I am a centaur, explained Hector, and centaurs need big beds, because, well, we're very big. That bed's too big for me, Alexander said. I'm only small. Hector the centaur smiled. He quickly collected some moss and wildflowers, and in no time at all, he had made a small bed for Alexander. It was the perfect size for him, and it looked inviting and cosy. That night, as Alexander lay in his bed, he thought about his quest. 
He thought about Isabella and the horrible troll who was keeping her prisoner. He had to save her, he thought, and he would use bravery and cleverness to do it, just like Hector had said. Alexander woke up feeling refreshed and ready for the next part of his journey. He waved his goodbyes to Hector and used the map to get out of the cave and leave the mountain behind. The sky became cloudy and the wind howled through the trees, sending shivers down Alexander's spine. The ground beneath his feet was dry and cracked and the air smelled very, very bad. Alexander knew that he was getting close to the tower now and he started to get scared. No sooner did he finally find the tower than did he hear a rumbling voice. There, at the entrance, he saw a giant troll. The troll was enormous, with skin as rough as stone. He had a big nose and yellow teeth, and his voice was deep and frightening. The troll said, Who dares trespass on my land? Alexander knew that the troll was dangerous, but he also knew that he had come too far to turn back. He stepped forward and said, I am Prince Alexander of the Kingdom. I have come to rescue my friend Isabella, who you have kidnapped. The troll let out a laugh and said, Ha! The little prince wants to save his friend. She will make a fine dessert for me tonight, and if you don't leave now... I'll eat you too. Alexander was afraid, but he would never let Isabella become dinner for this ugly troll. He remembered Hector the Centaur's advice to be brave, but also be clever, and he came up with a plan. He said to the troll, I'll make a deal with you. I'll leave and never come back if you answer my three riddles. But if you can't answer them, then you release Isabella and let us both leave, safely. The troll, who thought he was so clever, agreed to the deal. So Alexander asked his first riddle. What starts with an E, ends with an E, but only contains one letter? The troll thought for a moment and finally replied, An envelope. Alexander nodded. Uh, Okay then, what starts with T, ends with T, and has T in it? This time, the troll took longer to answer, and seemed less sure. Teapot, he said. Yes, Alexander said, and now he was nervous. If the troll could answer the third riddle, he would never see his dear friend Isabella again. Not only that but he might end up in the troll's belly too. Alexander took a deep breath and asked, What has four legs in the morning, two legs in the afternoon, and three legs in the evening? The ugly troll thought long and hard. After a while, he screamed in frustration. I don't know, he said. It's impossible. Alexander smiled and said, A human? He got down on all fours to crawl like a baby, then stood on two legs like an adult, then leant on an imaginary walking stick like an old man. In frustration, the troll kicked the cage where Isabella was being held, but the cage was old and weak and the door broke, setting Isabella free. 
The troll was furious and swung his club at Alexander, but missed and hit the wall, causing the tower to crumble and fall. Alexander and Isabella ran away as fast as they could, and when they reached a safe distance, they looked back and saw the tower collapsing. The horrible troll was buried under the rubble. Alexander hugged Isabella tightly, and then they heard the flapping of wings. They looked up to see Alexander's friend, the song bat, flying towards them. The bat landed and began to sing a joyful song for them. Well done, young prince, said the song bat. Your friendship, bravery and cleverness have overcome this great challenge. It is a true example that any obstacle can be overcome with those values. Thank you, song bat, said Alexander. I've learnt so much on my journey. The song bat smiled. I want to offer you both a ride back to the castle on my back. What do you say? That would be fantastic, said Isabella, her face lighting up. Great, climb on my back and let's get you home, the bat said happily. So Alexander and Isabella flew home on the bat's back, looking down at the kingdom below. The streets were filled with people dancing and singing. Children ran and played, and families gathered together to enjoy the celebration. The smell of sweet treats and roasting meats filled the air. The sun was shining bright, casting a golden glow on the land, and a gentle breeze blew through the air. Prince Alexander couldn't help but think about everything he had experienced on his journey. He had discovered that he was capable of so much more than he ever imagined, and he had found true friendship along the way. As they landed in the courtyard of the castle, they were greeted by the king and queen, who were overwhelmed with emotion at the sight of their son and Isabella, safe and sound. The king and queen opened their arms wide and hugged them both tightly, tears streaming down their faces. Welcome back, my son. We are so proud of you and your bravery, said the king. We're so glad to have you back safe and sound, added the queen. Thank you, mother, father, replied Prince Alexander hugging them back. The four of them were so happy to be reunited as the people of the kingdom continued to celebrate in the streets outside the castle. Prince Alexander knew that this was only the beginning of his adventures and he couldn't wait to see what the future held for him, Isabella and his beloved kingdom. <laughs> 